now rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. James Boy, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends. With the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping out the rest of the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is. We gon' shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bits. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Now let's get it on the road. Hey. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. And thank you for listening. SocialSuperLights.com. BWB, what's up? Welcome to the March 17th edition of One Nation Radio. St. Patrick's Day. James, what's going on, man? Is St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. March 17th. Oh, okay. Neither of us are wearing any green. Um, yeah. Well? Um, I don't do that green. It looks too much like the Celtics for me. Uh, that's long been my stance on St. Patrick's Day. I almost got into an incident over not wearing green on St. Patrick's Day. Same here. I'm sure like at some point someone tried to pinch you, and you were like, why are you trying to pinch me? I don't play that shit. Let's uh, throw these hands up. Um, it was something similar to that, except it was on the except I you know I told them that I don't do the whole pinching wearing colors thing on on like on the front end to like all the people in the area. Mm-hmm. And, like we were this school this like school days whatever, and then it just um, people people always wanted people always wanted like you know test boundaries. Yeah, you know they want to they want to habitually line step. <laughs> yeah, that's what you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, well, we had um, there's a couple things going on in the wrestling world. Uh, first, uh, Sting officially, uh, I guess he's uh, officially announcing his retirement. Spinal stenosis, uh, right? Yeah. Um, after 30 years of wrestling, I I, I assume you know <laughs> you you might end up with that. Yeah. But um. So uh, talk about you're you're much more of a Sting guy than I am, although I'm a huge Sting fan. But talk about what Sting was uh, to you. Well, I mean, honestly, for me, uh, I, you know, from my most most of my memories going back is remembering a lot of Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, and Sting, um, and WCW, and really like the heel he was facing at the time was Vader. So like. Really, most of my memories at like, super young age were like, okay, you got this tele, you got this wrestling, and you got the other wrestling. I didn't really know about, you know, one was north or south or anything. I just, you know, knew that like Sting was the big gigantic champ, ch- champion hero on this side, mm-hmm. and wearing all the colorful stuff and super charismatic and super, you know, a really really good athlete for a person his size or whatever. Uh, but you know, that's the thing I most remember. And, like, this thing I mostly, like, connect with. Um, however, I will say, obviously, that, you know, the sting that took down, the crow sting that took down the NWO at different points, mm-hmm. that was clearly, like, the coolest part of Sting's career, most likely, uh, for most people. But, like, that's the one, that's the thing I always remember, like, you know, the, the bleach, the bleach high top or whatever. I always remember wanting him to go back to that at some <laughs> point. But, you know, it, it never really quite happened. But um, I know I, I liked when he you know came out wearing all black and the baseball bat and I, I they just they handled him so there's a there's there's a lot they did wrong with Sting in WCW like uh, as far as they you know the Hogan '97 Starcade thing but you know Sting basically walked in WWE last year and turned the clock back um, in that match with Rollins, I, yeah. both of us were okay with him winning the title, even if it didn't make a lick of sense in the world. Um, that I don't know if that speaks to how much we were disenfranchised with the world title, but um, anytime a dude that age can walk in there and, you know, it was a good investment uh, wearing all that face paint all them years. I personally think that, you know, I don't, I mean, I can't speak for you, but I personally felt like when it came to Rollins, the issue was they they for thirty days out of the month they booked him as this complete cowardly weakling that always tucked tail, always you know, and was just this snivelly whiny like teenager that had these two parents that run this company and they made him and they made him their champion, but then like on that thirty first day it'd be a pay per view and a pay per view match would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like to me, 
it you know that was the trade off like yeah he's in the t- main event and he sucks for you know and as a champion he more or less sucks for 300 days or 30 days and he comes out four times every every single monday a month and talks for 10 minutes at the beginning of every single raw 10 or 15 minutes every single raw and like his formulaic and he he never got his comeuppance really yeah. but come you know come pay-per-view time it was it was fantastic and I, I I think for me watching that match I think they told such a good story that it got to the point where it was like you know you see this whole the whole setup where he's fighting Cena he loses he fights Sting right after and you're thinking like he's not gonna you know he's not gonna lose a champion for Sting but I think they told such a good story in the ring that you like wow like as a false finish you felt totally bought into like envisioning like wow they're gonna shake this up and make him champion or whatever and you know, it's going to knock off some of the monotony of just going through the motions of every single week. It's the same thing every single mm-hmm. week. And I was fully in on it. Like, you know, I, I got in my full, if I remember correctly, I got in my full Roy Williams, North Carolina stand, coaching stance <laughs> when you really want it. You know, that crouch, the crouch with the clenched fist on the side, you know, like, come on. Yeah. So, you know, that's, you know, in his WWE stand, he gave me, you know, two more, like, moments that I never thought I was ever going to get. And for that, I, you know. Right. I'm, I'm I'm grateful. Are you ups- like like Daniel Bryan? I'm grateful. Yeah. Are you, are you uh, upset that we never got to see Sting versus the Undertaker? Because that's kind of like the um, big elephant in the room now. Was I'm, there any reason uh, he had to wrestle Bray Wyatt? Would you know? I have liked to see it? Would I would I have liked to have seen it? Yeah. Yes. But on one end, I also see you know. We've always heard these stories about Vince not liking um, things being like so obvious, or oh, really? <laughs> I mean, I mean, so obvious from the perspective yeah. of is this person's turn to be champion? He needs to be champion now at this particular point, where it's obviously everybody else, or this match needs to happen or whatever in a um, in in this amount of time. Like, there's no time to get to it later. It needs to be done now. Um, yeah, as you can see by like Daniel Bryan's title reign, like you know how the way they you know they never actually plan on getting back to it or whatever. But he was champion, and they made him chase for months on end. Yep. They don't just make a guy champion and Let him put him on run and be the guy. They don't do that no more. Not from the face side anyway. Yeah. But back to the Undertaker and Sting, I think that match is too obvious for him to act, for them to actually ever really get around to because. One, you have to deal with Sting came in, lost to a guy he had no business losing to in his first WrestleMania match. So And shook his hand yeah. after getting hit in the face with, with a sledgehammer. sledgehammer. Yeah. Sting always it, was dumb. As I call it a fucking sledgehammer. Yes. Um He always was the dumbest baby face alive. <laughs> yeah. You know. So how many times Rick Flair has turned like yeah. I'm half expecting Rick Flair to chop him during the Hall of Fame ceremony and turn <laughs> on him one more time just for good no, measure. I, I expect him to chop Sting and Sting to no sell it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Wide eyes. So so for me, um, given that side the you know, the complication that would have came with him fighting trip or fighting Undertaker would have been you know, even before the Rollins match would have been wow. He comes to the company, and he's going to be 0-2 in WrestleManias, or he's going to be 0-3 in, in WWE matches, unless you want to count that big show match, that, that Smazzy match, uh, yeah, and count yeah. those two matches on Raw. But, you know, that's sort of the deal. Um, so, I, I would have liked to have seen it, but, you know, could he have done something more creative with those guys? Probably. And been you know been able to spread the the bump around of being able to give somebody the rub of being in a high profile WrestleMania match mm-hmm. that probably could have done more good for him. Yeah, well, to use those talents to get other guys over. Even though you know, generally speaking, like if you're the if you're the main attraction for your match WrestleMania, you tend to go over. But you know, yeah, this uh, it doesn't always work like that. But um, <laughs> yeah, so but thank thank Sting for all his. Uh, contributions to our memories and wrestling in general um but we had over the weekend we had a wwe roadblock uh a glorified house show in toronto with some interesting matches you think it was only a glorified house show you don't think it was like because i feel like that's one if we if we actually like rated that amongst 
the um I, I'm fine the with paper yeah, I'm, fine I'm, with I'm not that. I'm not saying that it is, but like that was paper like the what we got in wrestling wise, that was pay per view quality show. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I agree. <clears throat> I know you know people love to say, you know, oh nothing's really ever gonna happen. It's like that's not the point, dude. Like do you wanna watch do you wanna watch the <laughs> wrestling do you wanna watch good wrestling or not? You know? Yeah. Um, we like, had the, we can just run through the card. We had Dean Ambrose, uh, challenge Triple H, Triple H with a victory and a very good match. So where do you, okay, so is that a match of your candidate for you or not? Um, I well, don't think so far, do you, so do you far think, it do you is. you think it'll last? No. Okay. No, I don't think it'll last. Uh, so far it is a match of your candidate, but, um, like this is, uh, with Triple H wrestling more, uh, like I told you earlier, I think this is the best thing, uh, that Triple H's title reign could do because I wasn't a fan of him just like showing up in the suit every week, not wrestling until just handing the belt over to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 32. If that's what they do, I mean that's sort of what you're trying to do with Brock Lesnar last year until they decided to switch it up. Yeah, yeah. And we all saw how that was working out. You know, tug of war. I mean, <laughs> look. If they're going to put the worst thing you've ever seen in a go home show to 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 a WrestleMania, then like, of course, it's not going to work. But no. you figure like, oh, you know, he broke the streak last year, so he's a champion. He beat the hell out of John Cena at SummerSlam. So like, by transitive logic, that means that Roman Reigns when it should better. get him over. Like, nah, bro, we ain't going for it. Um, so, uh, which Where's Daniel Bryan? <laughs> yeah, uh, Dean Ambrose uh, looked good in defeat. Um, but this is the guy that loses every single title match. Yeah. He's 0-5 or 0-6? Which one was he's, it? He's, he's, he always tends to come up short on pay-per-view. All right, well, let's go through it real quick. Okay, so... You want to start with the break-up of the Shield? Since the break-up of the Shield, since he's been in the match, okay. he's actually been like type heavyweight champion, WWE World Heavyweight Championship title matches. Hell, even high-profile matches. No, let, let, we'll, go, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. After after this though, okay. just going through it. So his first match was his first title match was when uh, it was at Payback following WrestleMania 31. Right. So and that it is a fatal, fatal four way with Orton, <coughs> uh, the Rains. champion Rollins and Reigns. Right. Yep. He he, they, uh, he lost, but yep. he didn't take the pin, which we were all shocked that he didn't at the time. Yeah. Um, Orton did. So you go from there. Is that Money in the Bank? Yep. Money, Money in, in the Bank, bank ladder match where Seth Rollins killed him five times. Or yes. really three times, but, you know. Okay, uh, and still lost on the... Because they both come down with the belt, and but he wasn't strong enough to hold on to it after the, after the fall. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, after that, you have Survivor Series? Yep. Yeah, Survivor Series, uh, you know, championship match in the tournament at Survivor Series against Roman Reigns. Roman Lose Reigns, the final. Roman Reigns loses, the, uh, beats... Ambrose, and then five seconds later gets his face kicked in and shames the champion. Uh, then you have the Royal Rumble. The last which, guy eliminated. Pe- people might not want to count that, but he was he he finished last. Yep. Um, he lasted longer than Marines did. Triple H threw him out. So, and the crowd popped when Triple H threw him out, and you realize like, oh my god, Ambrose could be champion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you throw in just this past weekend. So. Yeah, um, so that's 0 for 5, right? Yeah, and then if you dig deeper than that, he lost at SummerSlam 2014. He lost the Hell in a who Cell he, match. Who did he wrestle at? Rollins. <clears throat> that was the first time he fought Rollins. Oh, okay, Rollins with yeah. with the briefcase. Well, I'm, I meant just, I meant just like, <clears throat> if not title matches, then let's go to number one contendership. So, like, he lost that number one contendership thing on Raw that leading up to Survivor Series before Rollins blew his knee. Yeah. So, he lost that, um... And he also lost a tri- triple threat match at Fastlane between Brock and Rollins. I'm sorry, Brock Reigns and him. Yeah. So, like, he's a guy that's going to be innovative. Like, he is like almost. Do you think he's fully status? Oh my gosh, they're trying to do it so bad. Do you like, think he really is fully I status? I know they put it over in the. They're trying segment. to make a mankind like as far as but the, the thing loser. is, the thing is, Foley actually won he can sometimes. never. Yeah, Foley actually won sometimes. And he can never take the amount of punishment that Foley did. Like he already, but, mean, but the thing is, he I'm already sure, has us. I'm sure back in his CZW and back oh, in yeah. wrestling days, he did. However, however, they just won't allow for somebody to, you know, do that kind of ridiculous you know, stuff. Anymore. Pull a cheese grater out. You know, yeah, they, yeah, they exactly. don't do that type of thing in WWE. Um, <laughs> uh, Dean Ambrose 
uh, he's he's a hot babyface, but he's not as hot as he could be. But he's been the he's been the antidote for all their Roman Reigns trouble for going back a long time. Yeah. Now, but um. On to that, we had Sami Zayn and Stardust in a match that went way too long. Stardust hit way too much offense. This should have been a showcase for Sami Zayn. Yeah, they, they should have had him you know, doing a bunch of flips and stuff and getting the crowd hyped. Yeah, I, I was pretty disappointed by um, what they had them do. Um, now, you look at, the, for example, you look at, well, is that really his debut or do we consider when he fought Cena at the time? Or maybe it was so long ago that she needed yeah, to count? Yeah, almost, yeah. Okay. I will say this, though, like, given, he doesn't like a star. He doesn't. Not given right now. Given the match, you know, the, the match with, this over-competitive match with Stardust, and then you come to Monday and he's fighting, he's Breeze, right? No, nah, he fought, um, I got it right Can't here. Can't believe I'm blanking on who he just fought. It was he fought, Miz. It was Miz. Yeah, he fought the Miz. Correct. Yeah, even Miz is like, I mean, I mean, it's cool, like, that Miz is out here having these, you know, the best matches of his life right now between, like, that and the AJ Styles thing, but, like... like maybe he's just good with maybe, good wrestlers. Maybe we... No, it's like, maybe, you know, this ain't the time to try to get the guy that's already been champion over. Let's try to get the other guy over. Uh-huh. Um, so I thought it was weird. Yeah, but it seems like, don't, you know, given how that finish happened with Miz going upside uh, Owen's Owens. head... Mm-hmm. I think that those three are going to be in a, in a whatever inter- intercontinental match or whatever with five million people. Yeah, they're probably going to throw Stardust on it. Neville's probably going to be in it now, not anymore. Not anymore. Ziggler will be in it because Ziggler's always in those matches. Poor Ziggler. Um, so uh, what else do we have? In what does Ziggler have to do like over the next year to actually warrant a singles wrestling WrestleMania match? Oh what would he have to do? I mean, we have to pray. Like <laughs> pray. Um, you think you, do you think you think they should turn to Mill? Yes, uh, I've been saying Dolph Ziggler should turn since Survivor Series. I mean, he's been hills. I mean, he's been a face since what the middle of 2013. Yep, it's time for him to turn. Like, and he's a perfect guy. Like, if they want, if they want to flip him to the Authority because they might need more wrestlers. Now Triple H isn't going to wrestle after WrestleMania. If you flip him to the Authority and just let him sell out, like let him completely just you know. Not the Rollins character in a sense, but like make him—he's a challenger for Rollins. Will Rollins before the well, pre-championship Rollins be the worst thing in the world? No, because okay. pre-championship Rollins wasn't as much of a bitch as uh, champion Rollins. I was. agree. Uh, Brock Lesnar and Bray Wyatt were scheduled to fight, but we got bait and switched at the last moment on some WCW shit. Well, I, you know they're saying that. Why has been working with an injury, with a back injury? So maybe that's you're like, nah, we can't be dumping you on your head a million times. Yeah, yeah. And another thing is, you know, like, you know why that I, match is a pay per view match? Why put it? I mean, obviously, you know, well, it is sort of pay per view, but you know, like, you can save that for a for a SummerSlam. I think that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna do something with him over the summer, um, or good God, Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt again. Um... <laughs> The uh, no, no one wants to see that. Bray Wyatt with the back injury that's from carrying all that bullshit um, <laughs> for all these years. Um, he basically dumped Luke Harper on his on his head a bunch of times, and you know, good for Luke. Do you think? Did you were you surprised how much offense Luke Harper got in in that match? He got him down. He, he pinned him. Yeah, or he got or he didn't pin him, but he had a pin attempt on him. And I, you know, I thought I was like, I was really okay. Yeah, you know, good for you, Luke. Yeah, I mean, um, but on to the match of the night, in my opinion, um, Charlotte and Natalia. Um, these two ladies, they set up the match with you know the interview. Um, it's pretty easy to get a title shot in WWE. All you have to do is pretty much insult the champion, call them some type of coward, and that's just the those are the key words. Um, I mean, that's how both of those title matches happen. Yeah. Um, he, we had Charlotte with the victory uh, after. A phenomenal match, like with with some good submission moves. Um, Natalia once again, great mat wrestling. Like the beginning, like all that, all, all that was crazy. Like when she put her it went through all that stuff, and then Natalia was end up able to put Charlotte in that leg in that leg bar. Mm-hmm. Like wow, that's really good stuff. They had the uh, she came to the ring, the Brett and the Owen Hart shirt on. You know, she's in Canada. This was this is her her pretty much showcase. Seeing as how they normally forget Natalia's on the roster for months at a time. Yeah, um, it's she she in a vacuum is possibly the most single misused 
uh, wrestler in WWE, regardless of gender. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, okay, I'm not going to say that Natalia is the best in-ring worker um, among the women, um, but I'd like to know who else would be in consideration. She's up there. Like, she should have been the one, like, propping all these girls up in that triple threat match for the last couple months. Because I personally think, like, I like Paige. I think Paige is good. I don't think she, I don't think Paige is good as her in the ring on a consistent basis. Um, and I think... Like, it's probably, like, think, Becky Lynch is on her level. Yeah, I, it, it's so weird that they... How do you misuse that? they don't see it in her for whatever reason like um we had dash and we had the revival uh dash and dawson against uh enzo yeah. and Cass. i kind of skipped over this match what kind of deal is this for like why why is the hottest tag team like the hottest they tag never team win. in the company not named the new day like why are they losing to these dudes i know they can wrestle really well but like that's not like do you hear what the crowd does when those guys come out? <laughs> I to lose their minds. Uh, for what it's worth, even, uh, the even revival... if Enzo, even if Enzo Mori ain't no bona fide, ain't no really no bona fide thug or whatever or G or whatever that shit was, he says at the yeah, beginning, certified G and a bona yeah. fide stud. So, so you can't so, teach yeah, that. So what if Big Cass is really only like six seven? Like you know, <laughs> does it, it, you know, doesn't matter. They're over. Yeah, uh, they will. For what it's worth, the revival will be wrestling uh, American Alpha, which is Jason Jordan and Chad Gable. That's um, what their name is. Yes, it, kind of a whack name. When when was it that? They uh, came up with it in the last like month or two. They need to come up with another one. I agree. <laughs> in the words of the name, in the words of the immortal DJ Cali, you need to go back in there with the, to the drawing board and come up with another one. Yes, um, they'll be wrestling uh, at the uh, NXT takeover show so that's why they you know didn't do that i expect Cass and enzo amori to be on the roster sooner or later but i feel like they kind of missed the boat because heel new day versus those guys would have been just a less just entertainment in in pettiness and foolishness just you know maybe they don't want to bring up carmella yet maybe that's what it is I mean, I mean they could bring her up and just not have her like travel back and forth between orlando and the road yeah, uh, we had Chris Jericho and Jack Swagger. Uh, who knew that was gonna go down? Um, Chris Jericho had to work awfully hard to get booed, and he achieved it. Dude, he said what I believe to be the most ridiculous like hill lie I've ever heard in my life. He then he said, well, "I'm the greatest person to ever come out of this country." I'm the greatest the icon in the history of this country, dude. One, he's not amazing. Even, he's not even number one in for fucking pro wrestling icons, right? For WWE, Probably number two. Uh, yeah, I say too. I mean, unless you want to say like you know, so, like Stu Hart or you know. Oh, okay, yeah. Unless okay. you want to say like Stu Hart or Owen because he's dead or whatever, and you know it resonates. But um, wait, I guess you can say man, Edge would be in discussion. I, I mean, I have Jer- up, I have Jericho higher than Edge, but you know what I mean. Same here. Um, so, but the funniest part is like. You notice know, we didn't he, mention Christian, everybody. Yeah, like you notice that Jericho, you know, every time he comes back, he has more tattoos, right? So he's kind of like, so that whole so that whole entire I believe it's his right arm or his left. Arm, I can't remember which arm arm has is getting sleeve getting close to sleeve mm-hmm. status, right? He got a new one added, and it's on the inside of his bicep, and it's a Canadian flag, and it's a, and it's there while he's cutting his promo. It's hilarious, and you know. He also said Bret Hart's never coming back. Because, oh you know, he says, I'm the greatest icon this country's ever had. And the crowd, instead of, you know, yelling Gretzky, Gretzky over and over again, or even Steve Nash, right? He goes and says, you know, Bret, you know, Hitman, or what, what was the chant? Hitman, I believe? Bret, we want Bret. We want Bret. Yeah. He's like, you know, Bret can, you know, does Hill stuff. He can't wrestle anymore. Screw that guy. And then he gets through with his match, and then he sees a, a Get Well Bret poster, you know that Brent just is just got through with um, surgery, dealing with uh, prostate cancer. See, see, sign, grab sign, rip sign in half. And Classic Jericho, dude. It was so funny. And I feel like Bret Hart, if he was watching, he would have loved every single second of it because you know Brett still thinks this is real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't wait, I can't wait to you know get my confidence on this prick come summer SummerSlam time. All right, all right. What's up, Brett? <laughs> But um, 
the uh, New Day took on uh, the League of Nations. They took on That's Sheamus. That's not their name. And, uh, oh, excuse me, the League of Booty. Um, there you go. Sheamus and Wade Barrett, who was there to take that pin. I thought it was a pretty good match. They so looked they like they had uh, Big E in trouble. Um, the promo ahead of time I thought was pretty funny. Um, Big E, let's talk about it. Uh, well, for one, before we get to that Big E thing. So, um, is it, you know, I've never bought like a um, I've, a WWE t-shirt. I haven't bought one since like. Well, you oh, tried. I haven't bought. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> bought it. I haven't bought a wrestling T-shirt since DX and in NWA Wolfpack, right? Right. So, I mean, I've looked to buy a Daniel Bryan shirt. I've at different points. I've looked to buy a Bailey Hug Me shirt. Um. Okay. As far as a collector's item, I so badly want to buy a a, a the the Bootyos cereal box and put like. Lucky Charms or Frosted Flakes inside there myself, yep. and then like yeah, that's just you know you know, Bootyos. It's just a box. Yeah, you know, like it's like, like a box with a t-shirt. In yeah, it's a something. t-shirt, and then you buy the t-shirt, and you that's what, what yeah. that's the was presented. The rabbit, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that I'll buy a t-shirt just so I can get the Bootyos box. <laughs> like that's the Bootyos box. Like that's, I think that's where I am at this point. Amazing. Yes, the news. Them dudes turn the chicken shit into chicken salad, man. Yeah, man. Uh, so, so is Big E going to be a world champion? Um, okay. I don't want to get, pe- you know, obviously, no, I don't think enough people listen to this, so we can, like, change change overall, the overall sway of the W, uh, of the wrestling community. Yeah. But. Never know. <clears throat> it seems to me that over the weekend and on Monday, they're kind of like shining up, um, your boy. They're shining up Big E. Like mm-hmm. they're making him look impressive. And I don't want people to get, you know, I don't people do not to, turn on Big E, y'all. I don't want people, please do not turn on this man. I don't want people to get like you know get, crazy when I say this, but like it's similar to the way that in matches they were like shining up Roman Reigns, sort of like making him look impressive with feats of strength and making him look charismatic at certain points. Like I don't, you know. I personally believe that Big E has far more personality than Roman Reigns. Like, you just look yes. at... You just go look at, like, their Instagrams um, and their videos. And their, There's nothing know. cool about Roman Reigns except how he looks and the fact he wears black. Um, I mean... Well, everything aside from in the ring work, yeah. Yeah. Like, Big E, if you just look at him, he's almost everything they want, maybe except height. I don't know how yeah, tall he is. Issue, he's, he's probably like he seems like he's less, like six feet on the dot, maybe. Yeah, maybe shorter. But he's strong as hell. Uh, yeah. He can cut a promo. He can wrestle with pretty much anybody. Um, we. I mean, and just look at the hip. Let's look at like his hip flexor mobility, man. Like he's off the charts. Yeah, he, like that dude. Like, <laughs> like when, <laughs> I can't when, when, face look, when are they gonna let that man like like really go in there with like one of these? You know. I feel like the money in the bank is, is right for the taking with him this year. It could be. I mean, there's a lot of guys that I can see, like, money in the bank champions over the time. Like, you know, they're still always the... You know, they want to give it to a heel. If they want to make like, if they want to make money in the bank interesting, like, I would say give it to Ambrose. Let the, let the loose cannon dude, crazy dude, be be the guy, the ticking time bomb. And with Roman head. Reigns as the champion. Hey, man. That's it. That's it. Hey, cash it on you. It's a tough break, man. It's always FUBU. Yeah. It's just, it's just, you know, it'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. You that, know, Roman Reigns be, be cashed in, uh, in on more than The Undertaker, more than John Cena. <laughs> yeah, Got to get that belt off you, yeah, bro. Man. We need that, this. That's just the waves. <laughs> we need this. Hey, right, man. You know what? Like, we tried it. We done tried it. We done tried it. You know I'm mad enough of this. Hey, Ambrose, come take this yeah. belt off this man. So, That'd be okay. So, um, on the Monday Night Raw, um, pretty good episode of Raw. I enjoyed it a lot more than um, the previous week. But what was on the previous week? I don't even remember. I want to say it was like an it was like a good hour. It was like the AJ Styles and the New Day match. Yeah, yeah, that match was great. And Owens and Neville. Oh, that's also that's another part of mentioning like 
Big E was great in that match too. Yep. Like yep. they they are really like, but I tell you this, I mean, he was great, but he won no damn AJ Styles. AJ Styles out here looking like you know we talk about bother you. He just like randomly doesn't show up on Raw. Like they just he, they're kind of keeping him as the gun in SmackDown. Yeah, I mean, eh, I don't really have much of an issue with it. Like, like look, we know who he is. We be like, yeah. like I mean, not that we know he's meaning like he's like. You know, he's this well-known super commodity, and we know his personality and everything. I mean, like, we've seen him wrestle enough times on Raw to be like, yeah, that guy's a man of, that guy's like a man event talent. Like, let's, you know, if he's going to be on SmackDown doing his thing, then, like, maybe you should watch SmackDown. Yeah, like, we maybe, you know. maybe we should. Um, so, Monday night, we had, <laughs> I just saw a huge picture of Triple H with a shovel. But... <laughs> <laughs> But um, this, man. yeah, we had uh, Monday Night Raw start with a uh, another tag team match with the New Day uh, against Del Rio and Rusev. Yeah, and the New Day were victorious in a uh, Xavier Woods actually wrestled, which yeah. was refreshing. Um, Maybe for you. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, man, your job is to play the trombone. You out here messing and up. talk that shit. Yeah. That's your job. Like, leave, leave the work to Cody. But did, Cody did you hear work. why he was in that match, though? Because of the, because of the, the, the part of the storyline with yeah. t- tweet, Twitter. Yeah, Russo was like, you a cheerleader. See, I, almost, I, I felt like my mom almost, almost called it tweeter. Yeah, the second. tweeter. The you know, tweeter. the tweeter device. The tweeter thingy. But, um... I heard they, uh, tweets. They, <laughs> they came out there and, uh, you know, they got the win. And the New Day took the ass whooping of a lifetime from the League of Nations. Uh... Just hitting finishing moves left and right. Yeah, it was Randy Orton approved. Um, they they whooped their ass for probably like a smooth ten minutes after the match. Yeah, and it, was, it just went on really long. Like, yeah, really long. It's like we're all the stuff we were supposed to do with the League of Nations uh, in the last four months. We're going to do it right now. Like, it was that's so like what I got from it. Because, like, after Del Rio hits his finisher, his stomping finisher on um, Xavier, like, you think, okay, that's the end. And then they go beat on some of the guys some more, and then they they pull down Xavier off of the off the, the tree of woe, and they throw, throw him the camel Blush. clutch, and I'm like, damn, bro, like, y'all could have been wrapped this up. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. I mean, it, I mean right. we already cheering for the New Day, served, bro. It served their purpose. They got their heat. You know, maybe this sends them in a better direction than where they've been going because, I mean, they literally were the League of Booty for, for the longest. I never took them as... I mean, even, who were they beating on uh, when they first formed to get... Roman Reigns. I remember they beat up somebody backstage. It was four, maybe it was. Maybe it was Reigns. I'm not sure. But they were beating up somebody that was like whack. Was, like, was really? it a social outcast? That's who it was. I think they beat up some. They beat up somebody that was like a middling middle card or a jobber gotcha. face, and I was like, "Really? That's how you're going to get your heat? No one cares about that." Or our truth was it? It was somebody. I don't know. It was backstage beatdown. But um, the League of Booty versus the New Day WrestleMania be there. Yeah, handicap match. Yeah. Four on three. Hopefully that's how it works out. Uh, I'd like to see all those guys get paid, dude. What are you are you prepared for literally anything to happen during their um during the new day's entrance? Yes, I'm prepared for these boys to ride out there on white horses. White horses with like unicorns on them. Yeah, that and these boys might show up in cowboy hats too. White cowboy hats in Dallas. In Dallas, they're gonna come out in white. You think so? I think the new day gonna come out there in white and uh like white and the purple, but you know white base with like purple trim. And then they'll come out there with white cowboy hats on, you know, in Dallas. You know, the good guys wear white, you know, uh, on the white horse with the thing, you know. With the horn, the unicorn horn, yeah. Yeah, with the horn, and that's how they're going to come to the ring. Crazy things have happened. Like, you know, Russo showed up in a fucking tank last year. For an, that was an all-time great uh, WrestleMania yeah. performance. If these boys show up on these white horses in Texas with these cowboy hats on, in front of them. See, I would <laughs> see, I would I would agree with you. However, like, I mean, maybe, maybe that's stepping on what the Rock's going to do in Dallas. <laughs> you know, the Rock behind the talking, biggest guns in Dallas. He'll have a holster. He'll have a holster with no guns in it. So I don't need a holster because I got the biggest guns in Dallas. <laughs> Which is, a, you know, classic, yeah. classic Rocky. Yeah. So we'll see, man. Like <sighs> some, some fool is going to happen because they're definitely have to get my time. Yeah. 
yeah, they these guys they've they've earned this. Um, They're going to be so over in yeah, the crowd. Yeah, like, they might be more over than everybody, but jeez. But who? I mean, Dean like, Ambrose right now, dude. Like honestly, outside of Dean Ambrose on Raw, no one had a bigger pop than them. Yeah, people are going crazy when that song comes on, man. All you hear is you know, as soon as you hear that, oh, you know what's up. The crowd lose their minds. Man, I'm just I'm happy for these. Like, the thing about it, one year ago where these guys were, yeah. and it was just they were on the pre-show in a great multi-man tag match. Yeah, but they had pre-show. They had no type of nothing, like yeah. no type of momentum. And then they turned them and they figured it out. It's amazing what that like, does. It, it all turned. It all turned around for them. Comes during SummerSlam. That's when it all turned around for them. Mm-hmm. Like they they went to that crowd and that crowd loved them. And you're like, okay, you see what's up now. Yeah. Uh, over. Dean and, Ambrose uh, cut a promo with Paul Heyman uh, back and forth, and he walked out there with the zipped up jacket. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically, uh, you know, invites. You know, Lesnar down and, you know, basically lets him know he unzips and <laughs> crowbar <laughs> pulls out the weapon. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you, be, you might be the baddest man on the planet, but you ain't batting these motherfucking nuts. Like, <laughs> let you know. Like, bro, <laughs> you come out here if you want to. That guy's crazy. Like, He's not safe. You, you look, I don't care how bad you are. You, ain't, you can't be that bad with two broken ribs. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Lesnar's the only one crazy enough to face Res- Lesnar at WrestleMania in a no hold bar street fight. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's a WrestleMania main event, in my opinion. So, just like uh, Paul Heyman said, any match with Brock Lesnar is the main event. <laughs> That's so funny. I mean, they're, we're at a real, you know, I think we're at a real point where, you know, up until, it won't be decided until the last two episodes of Raw, like, what's going to go on last? Well, I mean, I, I mean, if you ask me, I would think the odds on favor would be the championship match. I mean, generally speaking, well, I, I, can only, I can only think of maybe like four WrestleManias that was how the match was in the last match. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the last one was what, Sean? Sean's retirement match? No. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was oh, Sean. WrestleMania 28. Yeah, 28. That's yeah. the last. But, yeah. you know, there, those are really, there aren't too many of those were like that's yeah. you know, the last matches. But, I mean, given what... The stakes are for Shane versus Undertaker. There's an argument that, for that. There's a great argument for that. Like, okay, so they're fighting for the, for the, for the power of the company. If Shane wins, he's going to fire everybody in the McMahon family. Okay, so if he, let's say you have Shane win, why? I don't know, but let's say you have Shane win. Why the fuck would Triple H even come out for his title yeah, match? Yeah, I'd be like, yo, you're fired. Like, we're, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going exactly. to switch this up right now. We're having a ladder match for the championship. The entire roster, <laughs> run it. That would be so. Yeah. Um, Talk, that's some CD, That's some booking on the fly, isn't it? Yeah. Ryback uh, destroyed the all-black wearing Sin Cara. Uh, yeah. That gear was raw. That yes, Sin Cara, it was. Like, he needs to wear it that. It reminded me of like watching like Texas Tech or some Big 12 school or some school on some, you know... On some uh, what Saturday, Saturday night lights night game mm-hmm. not blackout type of deal when we're black on black it was tight but um, you know unfortunately we ain't here for that yeah yeah we ain't here for you Zincar. Uh the big guy right back officially challenged Kalisto for the United States Championship um, cool <laughs> um, oh you don't care no not at all okay not at all kind can't of, blame kind me of for weird, not caring yeah yeah I'm just no like. I, I like. I feel like if you're gonna let Ryback be a challenger, like after WrestleMania, why does he have to wrestle for the United States Championship right now? Like, just just let him challenge for the title fresh. Um, Stephanie uh, comes out with Triple H. Uh, Triple H cuts the promo of a lifetime. Um, well, the promo almost. of a lifetime. Look, the promo of a lifetime this 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 month, yeah. basically. Um, Triple H is only getting better. And better and better with age, like a fine wine. You know he's proving that the only thing that lasts is the game. Yeah, not shucking a job for a crowd. You know, not not killing yourself to make people love you. Not going to Hollywood not, and making movies. Yeah, not your not your athletic exploits. You know, 
None of it lasts. Not the love, not the love that you receive from the fans. No, no none of that. Only thing lasts is the game. Um, and he basically talks about everyone hating their lives and their yes. bosses and because you're cowards. Deep yeah. down, you're all cowards. You're cowards, and we we want guys like Dean Ambrose and that to rise up and because you know, he's a common man. And you then know, you say Reigns, who who is you know common only in the fact that he's wearing black. You love Roman Reigns. That's what he said out of his mouth. No, we don't. Triple H, that's <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Triple H. How how did we arrive at this point where Triple H is is, is brow beating us and we still like you want to cheer for him? Come yes. How did we arrive at this point? James? I mean, the easiest, the simplest thing to say is bad booking, <laughs> but you know, it just you know. I, for as good of a wrestler as Roman Reigns is, many good matches he's given us. Like, at some point, you figure like, okay, so for me, I if I were, I can imagine backstage, you're like, okay, this is the guy they chose. Okay. He comes out, he throws too many punches and matches. Okay, whatever. Like, he gets a big, t- he gets every big time match he ever gets, he pretty much knocks it out of the park. So, okay, he, he's a, he can perform and you know, big matches. Um, he has a great look, um, great size, um, cool finisher, cool signature moves. Not much of a talker, but we've had guys, you know, survive in this and be big stars without being great talkers. Brock not a great talker. Undertaker's not a great talker. We can we can survive this. Like, maybe he's not the next, like, then, John Cena, Hogan. Maybe he's not that guy. Maybe he's, like, the next Undertaker or something. The issue, I think the issue is, they tried booking like Cena, and then we found out from insiders, tell us, uh, like, they see him as being the next guy, while they're booking him like Cena, and we're like, no, 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 no. Like, because we don't want right. that John Cena 50-50 shit. Yeah, and then there were other alternatives that were guys that could have been champions at a time where they're like, you know, whether it was Daniel Bryan at the time coming back or um, Dean Ambrose now or um, Lesnar while he was champion, even though people, I feel like most people were kind of like, wow, he doesn't defend the belt every week. Yeah, yeah. So... Or even Seth Rollins at the time for like it, most people thought he'd probably be like a short term champion, but it lasted longer than we thought it was going to. So and they also botched the booking for him. They made him super super weak, um, as as you mentioned earlier. So then they say, you know, well, let's kind of like you know have him fight these really long odds, um, and book him like Daniel Bryan. And then it's like, well, that doesn't work because, like, he doesn't connect to the crowd like like Daniel Bryan does. Like, so, for whatever reason. I can't really put my finger on why he doesn't connect to the crowd like Daniel Bryan against all these ridiculous odds. Mm-hmm. But it just hasn't worked. So, now this is where we're at. And he's going to go and he's going to go into Cowboy Stadium. I'm sorry, Jerry World, and he is going to get booed thunderously. And it's going to be real loud. Like every every comeback he has is going to get shouted down. Um, it's it's not going to be. They're good. just okay with this. Like I mean, they got to figure out some way how to make, how to figure out that ending to where they can cheer that ending. They got to figure out something. Like they got to find some way of Roman's champion, and the finish gets him cheered. I don't know how they're going to do it, but. Like they that, got to. Like, that man gonna have to... I don't know. Like, like, how often do you go to... How often does WrestleMania end on a shitty note? Like, that that man's gonna have to climb on the fucking Jerry Tron. And, like... like <laughs> well, well, that's what Shane's gonna do, you right? Know? Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, he's, well, no. Well, Shane's inside the... I think that's why they put him in the cell. He's gonna get out of the cell, oh, though. Okay. And then land on, triple, and land on, on Undertaker from there. Gotcha. Yeah, man. Gotcha. Okay. Come on, man. Think, man. Yeah, think, yeah, think. yeah. But back to Triple H, um, Dolph, he's interrupted by Dolph Ziggler, which was absolutely hilarious. I thought that was weird, and they made him like a jabron, the, way, like, the, the stuff he was saying. Yes, he looked like such a, like, he tried to make him look like Zack Ryder or something. Like you remember just, when The Rock showed up on Raw a couple months ago, and um, Miz was in the car, was mm-hmm. in that limo, and then The Rock pulls up, and like The Rock... Um, and Miz was upset that he like stole his thunder, yep. and then the Rock is like almost like not even not even really acknowledging like, oh hey Miz, here go park my car, uh, park my car um, you bum. So like, 
I don't want to say that that's how Ziggler came off, but he came off very poorly. Yeah, I'll put it to you like that. His beef power. was more with Stephanie than it was like him addressing anything about Triple H. Yeah, and that's been like the thing for like the past two two like past two episodes of Raw. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out like what's going on here. They just trying to give Stephanie something to do so she can like stay away from. In the meantime, she can stay away from both main event matches that involve siblings and yeah. you know, family members of hers. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I, if she wants to like ruin Dolph Ziggler's life on a weekly basis, I'd be down for watching that because I think they have good chemistry together. But they, yeah. <laughs> but um, it ends up leading to you know Ziggler basically just not giving a fuck. Like he was at the point of like you know what's he got to lose. You know that you don't ever want to fight that guy. Yeah, that sounds like you yeah, know. that sounds great, except for the fact that you like you resigned a deal like less than a year ago. Yeah, <laughs> like he, like he, like this would have made more sense. You know, like if they had ran like the CM Punk scenario, like contracts running out, like put him in the main event to get a hot shot in the ratings, and let that man like cut a work shoot or whatever. Nah, it would be like yeah, you know. So you know, he, he turned Ziggler into the get all these Dolph Ziggler chants going and. They booked Ziggler versus Triple H. Imagine, I didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah, that uh, was shocking to me. I was like, wait, Triple H is going to wrestle on Raw? Yeah, and I, it, it goes back it to the point. It is not the main event? Yeah, it goes back to the point where I was saying, like, this is the perfect thing for Triple H's title run because it gives him a little bit more standing as champion. He's, like, beating guys and, like, you know, he's coming off like a like more of a boss than he already is. Um, like, who knew 46-year-old Triple H, like, would be this good? Like, I mean... We've seen enough. I think we've seen enough over the last, you know, since he's done the part-time deal. To say, like, yeah, he's going to give you a good match. Yeah. Especially the fact that he gave you, a, like, he just gave you that match two two days ago. My whole thing was, like, I'm surprised that he's doing this because, like, you know, 46 years old. You know, Real them, jack, you know, too. Them joints got to be, you know. Getting out of bed that next day must have not been all that pleasant. He going to go again. What you Ooh. mean? That man has instant recovery. Like stupid, you know. Look, even if you do have this cover, it's still hard at forty six. Like them joints, them joints don't aren't as pliable as they used to be. They're not as malleable. I'll just say Triple H is playing by a different set of rules than everybody else. If you know what I mean, you know. Oh man, the rules don't apply to everybody. You know, yeah, that, that includes wellness testing. Hey, neither the Undertaker. <laughs> you saw Undertaker like yes, more or less like five hundred pounds, more or less deadlifted five hundred pounds. Like. Yeah. At 50 years old. Yeah, he's about to turn 51. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, okay. I'd, I'd be willing to bet the Undertaker can't piss in no cup either right now. I mean, I know he can't I know he can't sleep in no white sheets right now. As, or, as, armed, as armed as that man was on Monday. That hair dye, too. Yeah. The, sad, the most part about it was he was so orange that, like, you could barely notice his goatee. Like... It, that's how orange he was. Like, you know, that man got that red hair. It's like, that shit looks like it blended in almost. He can't be no more orange than he was at WrestleMania 26. Well, the thing with WrestleMania 26 was because, like, the month before the elimination chamber, he had burned himself because of that powder accident. Remember? Uh-huh. So that man's skin was peeling that whole month. <laughs> like, that's a- we're back. We had some technical difficulties. But, um, where were we, James? We were talking about The Undertaker's skin. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, you know, <laughs> like that WrestleMania 26 is like right after that elimination chamber thing with the pyro incident. So the man was burnt. So you know, that's he was <laughs> a whole bunch of peeling was going on with him. <laughs> so that's why his skin was so bad. I mean, his, his skin wasn't like his tan wasn't wasn't the best in the world at WrestleMania 30 either. Yeah, yeah. Um, then you know, a couple more things happened. We had Sami Zayn defeat the Miz. We had. What else do we have? You had R True dressing up as a penguin. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, tried, tried to skip over that. Like, <laughs> how much longer are they going to continue to to like just kill us by giving them a segment every single week? Like, I'm trying to think of how bad. Like, what else could it compare to? If of they, how bad it if was. they have done ten segments, right? If they have done ten segments already, how many of them have actually been legitimately funny? I would say the over under is like one point five. I would say zero. 
<laughs> I would say now one of the things that been funny yet. Well, I take it back. One because of the Mark Henry one with the pizza yes. in Chicago last week. Yes. So one out of ten, terrible percentage. Yeah. And they've been doing this at least two months now. Um, we had Brie Bell and Alicia Fox take on Tamina and Naomi. Yeah. Um, pretty much as a backdrop for Lana hooking up with Naomi and Tamina. I don't understand that whatsoever. But you know, I didn't know. Uh, you know. They was hanging out, you know, and maybe, maybe, uh, I think they're clicking up now. I think they're, yeah. you know, like maybe they're, you know, teaching Lana, you know, how to wrestle and, you know, fight. You really want me to teach you how to wrestle, bro? Mm, I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure. That's weird. But, um, I mean, it could be worse. You could be, you know, trying to holla at Oksana on how to wrestle and drop a knee in your eye. <laughs> Break your orbital bone. Oh, uh, what else do we have? We have the Usos against Bo Dallas and Heath Slater with Dallas with the gear he should have pulled out at WrestleMania, I feel like, rather than, you know, tonight. Or that day. Uh we had the Dudleys talking shit about the Usos on commentary, uh, talking about their fat ass daddy and the yeah, rock. I and, thought that was funny when he said it though, so you know. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see, uh, you know, Rikishi make an appearance and uh, drop a stink face. You know, it is WrestleMania. All hands are on deck. If y'all can see the look on James's face right now. But, um, Ziggler and Triple H had the match. And they basically... What the heck is that? Alright. Um, they basically uh, went a couple segments. Pretty good match. Fans go back and forth. Uh, yeah. You know... More than uh, a Triple H Roman Reigns scenario would be. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, We heard Roman Reigns' music hit to loud boos. Yes, after he picks up the W. And Roman Reigns has been off TV for two weeks now. Two or three, I'm not sure. I think it was two. And basically, he came out there and brought the fight to Triple H. He didn't come through the crowd. Apparently, they're nixing the crowd entrance and they're trying to work away from it now. Is that confirmed? That's what it, that's what it's looking like going forward. Um, well, it was a good while last. I mean, I'm, for security reasons, it's easier to it's less of a hassle. Yeah. Um. Lots of booze. Uh, Triple like, H. Maybe if he ever come, you know gets the crowd behind, and becomes a P- he actually ever does become the people champ like his cousin, then he could come <laughs> through the crowd. But he ain't the Rock and he ain't Paul Wall neither. No, but they're all they will be in Texas. But uh, Dallas and Houston, that's like that's like Oakland and, and that's like San Francisco, Oakland in Los Angeles. Like that's completely different. Yeah. Um, Reigns pretty much imitates the ass whooping Triple H gave him a couple weeks ago to a lesser extent. Um, they brawl their way around the arena. Triple H ends up with his head bust. Well, except for one major thing, Triple H's blood was real. And Roman Reigns is the baby face. The baby face that decided I'm going to fight a guy that just had a, 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 a just had a fight for fi- like 10, 15 minutes beforehand. Like that dastardly baby face. Yeah, the baby face out here um, getting booed as well. Um, Triple H had the real blood, as you mentioned, on there. Um, the fight looked pretty lame, in my opinion. They were throwing trash cans at each other. It looked half ass. That's my whole issue. Like, <sighs> you know, compared to. The, you know, the other week when Triple H came out there and beat the <clears throat> beat the brace off of Roman Reigns, that looked far more convincing and passionate. And you know, I you throw in the you know the whole crop you know chop or cross chop thing. Like, yeah, that that definitely was a better thing. You know, but the whole thing where like he's half assly pit, like he's like he's halfway upset. He doesn't run down to go to come after him. He beats him up. He has his whole rage. He's so upset that like no one has to like hold him back. It's just his cousins and Mark Henry and Jaswari is like, whoa, hold yeah, on, hold down, on, hold on, calm, calm down, down, calm down. That's it. So he I beats him with the TV. I, yeah, the, the fake TV. That wasn't yeah. TV. You could tell. Uh. Like lifts the TV, hits him at one time, and then you can see, and then also you can see like the paper that was over it. Like it was like a. It was a fake TV. <laughs> you can tell, like you can see, like you can see, like the light behind it. Yeah, like the paper like fell off of it or whatever. Like if you were, like I got it on my phone, but you rewind it, you can see that like that's not a real TV. Yeah, 
Roman Reigns, ladies and gentlemen. It just but at least you know. But on the good news, at least they blow up in his face like his homeboy Dean Ambrose. True, true. Had he done that, he might have been all all sorts of trouble. Yeah. Uh, Triple H got out of there, and you know that's how uh, that was their interaction for the week. Not much more else to say. Uh, Neville uh, got injured in his match against Chris Jericho. Um, he does not need surgery, but he will miss WrestleMania. Um, it's going to be uh, probably like three, three months or something Yeah, like two that. or three months. I just want to say Neville is a tough motherfucker because after that shit happened, he was kicking Her Jericho. Karana, kick with that foot that's broken. And then uh, what else did he do? He did that. He did those two things. And then he goes, you know, he's like, all right, I continue with the match. He takes one step on that foot and it was like, oh, nope. Yeah. <laughs> can't do it. Nope, can't do it. Nope. Land it down. <laughs> And Jericho and Charles Robinson actually get into it, like, because apparently they're instructed to count as a shoot. Uh, Robinson knew that wasn't the finish and held up the three count. Well, and... no, I think what happened was, it, okay, from what I can tell from looking at because I rewatched it a bunch of times. Okay. They get to the point where he takes that step like he's, and he goes down and they're all, like, three are basically together and they're just, um, they're trying to game plan what's going to happen. And from what I can tell... You know, there's the whole, you know, I'm going to give you the old Owen, Owen Hart roll-up, Owen Hart-Steve Austin roll-up, mm-hmm. and, you know, the weakest roll-up, the weakest roll-up in the biz, in history yes. of biz yes. deal, and he's supposed to count three, but, like, you know, he's, <sighs> Neville is doing the whole, like, I got rolled up, so I that anime, like, I might be able to sneak out of this slash, I'm surprised I got rolled up deal, and at that point, like, you see an elbow come up. And I'm assuming, I almost called him Nick Patrick. I'm assuming that Charles Robinson like didn't hear the whole story correctly. Uh huh. And he counted two. Jericho gets up pissed and was like, "He's hurt. I don't know what else I can do here, so I'm just gonna push. I'm frustrated. The only way I get out of this match is to get, take take the DQ, and I'm pissed. So I'm just it's basically kill three birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. Like he pushes shit out of Charles Robinson, and you know. You know, says he's hurt. You took, you stole that pen, you bastard, and that type of deal. While Charles Robinson's like, "Don't put your hands on me, dude. I didn't hear you." Right, right. Yeah, yeah. That, that looked like some real shit was going down for a second. Um, <laughs> then we got Vince McMahon, The Undertaker, and Shane McMahon and his god awful punches. How about his god awful promo? Yes. Like he comes out there and says, "He's like, I'm, you know, you're not going to hit. He's, he tries. I'm going to gonna hit you, and I'm going to miss, or something like that." No, he says, "I'm. I think he he's trying to say, I'm going to hit you, or you're going to try to hit me, and you're going to miss." And he ended up saying, like, kind of like the the whole Sid vicious thing, like, "Yeah, I have the brain of you, dudes." Yes, <laughs> that type of deal. He's like, "Yeah, you know, you're going to hit me, and I'm." It's not gonna miss. It was so bad. It still makes no sense. We're no closer to knowing the Undertaker's motivation, why he is agreeing to help Vince Man out. Uh, Look, man, this is just—I guess it's just WrestleMania, and he's supposed to be there. I think once. I think what happens is once a year, like one—I think the new WrestleMania thing. We're we're gonna have one WrestleMania feud a year where there's gonna be a, there's gonna be two people connected to have a match. And they don't know how to write a coherent storyline, so it's left up to they leave it up to the fans ambiguously for them to figure it out. That's similar ridiculous. to how you know, similar to how Sting and Triple H was, where it's like, why is he here? Is it WCW NWO shit or or what's going on? I don't understand. And you left to your own device to figure it out. Which you know, if this was a book, I'd hate, I I would just stop. I would hate the book, but yeah, this is stupid wrestling. So <laughs> whatever. Like, that's fine. Like, okay, Shaman Man Undertaker, we'll see you. We'll see you at WrestleMania. Right. They, yeah. And then they had the odd the audacity to have a, a real-life in-ring fight between Undertaker and Shaman Man. Where Shaman Man didn't absolutely get destroyed. Yeah. That's, and Vince, need, and he needed, and basically the whole thing is he ran, a, he got, he was faster than Undertaker, and he was able to slip underneath. The older and, Taker. Yeah. And it took Vince pushing Shane into Undertaker to get a to get a choke slam. It's just like. Meanwhile, Shane McMahon is only four years younger than the Undertaker. Yeah. <sighs> this one is. I mean, the, I say a lot less mileage on those bones, but still. Look, great story, awful storyline. Who knows what the hell the match is going to be? 
I don't think they're going to disappoint. I think they're just going to like do enough smoke and mirrors to make this shit work. But well, I think they're. I mean, you know, say okay, it's not the same thing as Brock versus Ambrose, but the way they explain it is this guy has the use of weapons to make it an even fight. Mm-hmm. And then you can go from there because, you know, the dude's got the toys out, so people like to see people play. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that was raw. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, going through it, like, piece by piece, like, I enjoyed Raw, but... I seemed, did, too. It seemed like we didn't like it so much, did yeah. it? <laughs> There's just so much, because it's like, they're like, trying to... Damn the, you, Roman Reigns. You ruined everything. Yeah, they're, they're trying to crank up the car for, for, for the drive to WrestleMania on the road, but it just doesn't quite, Well, I mean, know, I mean, just a couple of days ago, we hit a fucking roadblock, right? Yeah, so it's yeah, supposed we to be, did. It's supposed to be, we did. It's supposed to be so smooth, yeah. I guess. Uh, in other news, uh, before we get up out of here, Jacqueline is going into WWE Hall of Fame. Um... Congrats to her. Um, it must have been quite a road that she traveled uh, starting in the 80s. As Is that a, a euphemism for racism and sexism? Racism, sexism combined. Being a black female uh, in the wrestling business in the 80s and 90s. and What do you think they, what do you think they like called her? Because you know they used to call black They called wrestling? her like Miss Texas? No, no, no. no oh, no, like behind the scenes? Behind the scenes. Oh, yeah, man. You know they used to call, they call black wrestlers niggas. Uh, yeah, they could uh, call her anything. So what, what do you think they called her? I don't even want to say it on the air. Like, <laughs> look, they could have called her anything from from Jemima. Oh, to, yes, it could be bad, bro. Gosh. Like, yeah, Mammy. man, they could have, yeah, they could have did anything. So, shouts out to her for going through whatever hell I'm sure she had to to make it to where she got backstage and in front of crowds. They don't yep. know how to act. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, and the fact she gets to go in, uh, you know, where she's from. Uh, that that's that's a shout out to her, and uh, I always remember her being like real aggressive and looking like a, a woman that you ain't want to mess with uh, when I was younger. So shouts out to Jackie. You got anything to add on that one, Jay? Uh, yeah. I mean, um, now she gets to live on forever because every single February and every single yeah every single February she's gonna be in a featurette for Black History Month for WWE, an example of you know their Sterling. Uh, Reputation and race, race relations. So, uh, you know, congratulations. You will live on forever. You will, you know, you will outlast all of us. You yep. will live, uh, yeah, that too. Yeah. So, congratulations. But, um, besides that, I also, uh, I mean, I will, I mean, speaking of sexism and, um, so, like, what's your favorite, what's your, what's your biggest or favorite, or if you have one, like, particular memory of, uh, of Jacqueline, what, what would it be of, of Miss Jackie? I mean, there's a few that pop into my mind. There's one that come to mind for me, and I believe, like, you know, when she, you know, she her kicked, and Sable. Yeah, yeah, uh, in yeah, the bikini yeah, contest. Yeah. That's an indelible moment in my puberty, yes. Also, <laughs> it's on the well, WWE <laughs> Network right now. Her top comes smooth off during a pay-per-view in the UK. Um, and it's oh, like, really? yeah, completely, yeah. Okay. It's on the network right now. If you are really about that life, you can go find it. I will not tell you guys where to find it on the air. Um, but. I mean, you sort of already gave it away. Yeah, but it's on the network. But it could literally be anywhere. So, I mean, they, they got to do their own research. Because they don't bookmark those things, right? <laughs> I mean, you don't, wait, it's not, they don't edit the censor out, right? Or What's do that? they? No, no. And let everything run. Uh-huh. So like let it Miss, run. So when Miss Kitty had the uh, had them things, she come got out. censored. Jacqueline okay. didn't. Go figure. Um, Why do you think that is? No idea. They were in the UK. They probably didn't have, like <laughs> had a right production crew or something. Um, and I WWE boy. I don't. <laughs> and I remember the PMS thing where they used to whip them dudes. Like her and uh, Terry Runnels, they they were like a, a a stable, and they had Mark Henry down on that table, and they was whipping them. Those are the three things I remember. Um, and she was a real tough lady. She was a slam dudes in heels. Yeah. So. No, she was definitely over time. Like, I'm sure you can, you know, like most like most of those, like, you know, model, ty- like fitness model types that, you know, wrestled or whatever, you know, you can find. It always is so weird to see the throwback at, like, the times you see, like, what was, like, aesthetically, you know, pleasurable for that time. Mm-hmm. You look back in the nineties and like every time I see like any I hear about any see any like former diva or were they divas at the time or no? 
they were divas at okay. the time. You seen any of the former divas when they're like they you know they show their ex or former claim to fame like in magazines or whatever, and you see them like wearing those like bikinis and the bikini like straps go above their above their belly button. That's how high they're just like. Woo! That's some real ninety shit there, boy. Yes. So yes, she came a long way, and uh, congratulations to her. And you know, if there was anybody that you that you think like. I mean, we kind of already know who's going to be in the Hall of Fame, but is there anybody you think could have, like, somebody slid in? Who do you think they probably should have slid in this year? Um, you could say Vader uh, or the British Bulldog, probably. Uh, so, like, the, tip, the usual suspects. Yes, usual guys. Though, I'm sure, hopefully next year, when we're at WrestleMania, it's Daniel Bryan's year. So, but, um, I, pretty much, that's all I got, James. You got anything else this week? Uh... Oh, um, yeah, man. The hottest rap song going right now. Designer, Panda. It's a dude, you know, got on, sounded like Future. And somehow that song landed on a Kanye album. And the rest is history. We'll see y'all next week because I have no comment. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll see you next week because, like, designer won't matter then a week from now either. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Well, yeah, this is uh, One Nation Radio. Later. Peace.